Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local sports, local leader. sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, yeah. brought to you by Collins Comfort, AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. We are at the turn here on the Burns and Gambo show, halfway home on this Friday. Let's get you caught up on everything going on in sports. It's the 4 o'clock reset. We had been talking about all day yesterday what his return would mean. The Suns faithful sure were glad to see Cam Johnson last night. Here we go, Cam Johnson in the house. And the fans let him hear how much they've missed him. 5.45 left in the I'll first quarter. He, he makes his first three. This crowd may lift the, lift the roof. Oh, they're ready. Johnson played great in his first game back. Double-digit scoring in his first five game minutes. He snagged one rebound. Finished the night with 19 points on 4 of 10 shooting. He was 9 of 9 from the free throw line in Gambo. The Suns beat the Nets. 117-112 to end their three-game losing streak last night. Yeah, it, it was a much-needed win and a shot in the arm to get Cam back. And he did hit his first three and raised the roof right Right there, and then he missed a shot. Then he hit another three, and then he had a mid-range jumper. And he hit two free throws. It was like, oh man, it just felt so good to watch him play. And 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 you just you know they've been so short-handed. And look, they're still short-handed, but just getting one guy back made a difference last sure night. Did. Just one of your key players back. I mean, they've been bringing a knife to a gunfight for a long time now. So to get him in that lineup and 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 let him do what he does was uh, it, it was great. Another and and I think in many ways I think so many of the play, DeAndre Ayton played well. Mikael yes. played well. Saban Lee played well. You know, Dario picked up uh, some quick fouls, but he, you know, there are guys that really I think that getting Cam back in the lineup I think it, it ignited other guys to play well. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, DeAndre ended up with 24 points, 14 rebounds. Mikel Bridges, 28 points, tied a career high with nine assists. Saban Lee, uh, his 10-day contract expires today. More on that from you in a minute. He had maybe his best game as a professional, 15 points, six assists. Played almost the entire fourth quarter, had only one turnover in the fourth quarter. He was very, very good. And so good, apparently, he'll be around for at least another 10 days, right? I'm expecting from what I'm hearing that they will. Uh, they The plan is to keep him, to give him another 10-day contract. They've liked what they've seen out of him. We know he's he's had starting point guard experience. Uh, they like his fearlessness. You know, he's not afraid to take the shot. Um, and the expectation, from what I'm hearing, is that the Suns will uh, will extend him with another 10-day contract. Yep. Meanwhile, last night, Matt Ishbia, the incoming Suns owner, was at the arena watching courtside. Sham Sharania, earlier today on Bally Sports, talking about how his impending arrival impacts the Suns with a deadline less than three weeks away. We're 20 or so days away from the NBA trade deadline, and I'm told since Matt Ishbia and, and his announcement that he's going to take over the Suns' ownership has come out, uh, the Suns have actually informed teams that they're willing to move a first-round pick and, and potentially take on salary long-term for good players and winning acquisitions. So to me, you're starting to begin to see the influence of the Matt Ishbia, Justin Ishbia or, you know, regime and organization uh, and leadership under their ownership. You're kind of saying this is not necessarily new news when it comes to the Suns, though. No, this is something that James Jones has mentioned in the past about, yeah, for the right guy, if we can get a good player, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll add salary, we'll give up a draft pick. Sure, of course. I mean, it's, you know, that's something that they would be willing to do. And they've talked about that in the past. So that was kind of a long time ago where they did talk about that. Look, would they be willing to give up a, a first round pick that's unprotected? 
that type of player may not become available. So, you know, that's something you gotta you gotta look at. I think that the Jay Crowder thing is checked on it today. Status quo, nothing closer, no move, you know, is is, is imminent with Jay Crowder. I, I don't think Toronto's in play for the Suns with some of the names that have been bandied about there. So, you know, they're gonna get their guys healthy, they're gonna trade Jay Crowder. It just may come closer to the deadline. The Arizona Cardinals continued their coaching search today. According to reports, their interview of Broncos defensive coordinator Giro Aviro was today. And apparently the interview for Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator, Gambo, is going to be tomorrow. Yeah, get all these interviews in place. They've already interviewed, what, Frank Reich and Vance Joseph? Yep. And we do not know about Sean Payton. The only thing we know with Sean Payton is that he his interview with the Panthers has been delayed because of a death on a player from the from the the soccer team that Tepper owns. Mm-hmm. So that has been postponed. I think they're going to get to that interview eventually. But we do not know at this point whether Sean Payton's going to interview with the Cardinals or not. Just that that they had asked for permission and were granted it. So we'll see. But again, leave no stone unturned. Interview as many people as you can before you make a hire. Yeah, there's been no word on a scheduled interview with Brian Flores. Just that permission had been requested and I, I saw a tweet about an hour ago suggesting that you know D'Amico Ryans and, and I'll probably ask Mitch to pull this sound so we can play for you a little later he did a media scrum today and he said that there's no conflict for him in terms of interviewing for these jobs while preparing the 49ers to play as well according to reports he will interview with the Cardinals sometime before the 49ers play the Cowboys on Sunday so he's another guy with a scheduled interview for the Cardinals and according to multiple reports that interview will happen before Sunday's game with the 49ers. Playoffs are coming up. Uh, you've got the games tomorrow. The Chiefs are hosting the Jags. The Eagles are hosting the Giants. And then on Sunday, it's the Bengals visiting the Bills and the Cowboys at the Niners. There is news out of the Bengals game. Left tackle Jonah Williams and right guard Alex Kappa have officially been ruled out. Cincinnati will not have them on the offensive line, which means three reserves on the offensive line for them as they go up against the Bills. And, and that's why I know you like the Bengals and the Bills didn't play very well, but being without three offensive starters, Collins, Kappa, and Karras, oh man, that's gonna that's just going to be rough. That is going to be rough for them. Now, Collins, he... Um, week 16, he went down. So they've had some time to kind of play without him. Yep. So we'll see. I mean, Buffalo's going to get after Joe Burrow in this game, and that could ultimately decide who's going to win. Yeah, I, I I know that that is a handicap, certainly, when picking this game. I, I still, It's more of a feeling than anything else. In the last segment, we talked about college basketball. ASU's lost last night to UCLA. 5,200 students showed up. That set a record for Desert Financial Arena. Then, of course, 11th-ranked U of A. They beat Southern California 81-6. to I want to focus, though, on the ASU football news. You are reporting that five-star quarterback Jaden Rashada is visiting ASU today. Right now. Right now. Right now. He's there right now. So I think think at 4 o'clock... Was the uh, was the meeting? So, um, yep, he is meeting with them today. I believe it was four o'clock. Was the meeting was scheduled at the ASU facility? So, five star quarterback out of California, originally committed to Miami, then Florida. There was a big, big NIL deal that apparently fell through, mm-hmm. and so he got released. And now, uh, yes, at ASU, meeting with the coaches today, and we'll see if they've got a shot to land him. He, his dad, played defensive back at ASU. Uh, Kenny Dillingham recruited. Rashada when Dillingham was Oregon's offensive coordinator. So there are some connections there. We'll see if they are able to land them. And this one, probably not a surprise.
Primetime Deion Sanders flipped the top cornerback in the nation, Cormani McLean. He decommitted from Miami. He is now committed to Colorado. Yeah, you know... <laughs> I kind of would wish he would have went somewhere else because I think Deion Sanders is going to get that Colorado program, you know, back on back, you know, towards the top very quickly. He by is, bringing in good players. He is the highest ranked recruit Colorado has brought in since ESPN started ranking players back in 2006. He's it's crazy. He's the third ESPN 300 prospect in the 2023 class for Sanders. This is exactly, and it's the second five star guy that. Sanders has flipped in his time as coaching. He got Travis Hunter to switch from Florida State to Jackson State back in 2022. So, yeah, we might, for as, as, as much fun as it might be to see what Prime does there in color, we might rue the day that Deion Sanders ever took the Colorado job if he gets kid after kid to go up there. It's it's definitely yeah. something to keep an eye on, right? I've had some, listen, they've had great players in the past. I mean, Eric Bieniemy and um, um, they had, uh, who was the, Cordell Stewart? Sure. Was there yep. and uh, Michael Michael Westbrook was there. I'm just trying to think of college players. Rashawn Salam. I mean, they've had some good players over the years. Dion's going to get a lot of good players to go play for Colorado. Has been a while. And then this news from baseball: Hillsboro Hops named Ronnie Gajownik manager today. She is the first female skipper at the high A level and second overall in all of minor league baseball. She joined the Diamondbacks organization before joining the Diamondbacks organization. She was an assistant at the college level at both Liberty University and UMass. She won a gold medal at the 2015 Pan American Games for Team USA. So the first high A skipper in baseball and the second female manager overall in minor league baseball. And that is for the high A affiliate for the Diamondbacks in Hillsborough. This is good. I'm starting to get the feeling that women should just rule the world. So <laughs> I don't think you're I'm, wrong. Seriously, I'm, I think I'm all for it. Uh, other I'm base- totally for it. Other baseball news quickly. Araldis Chapman, one-year deal with the Kansas City Royals, Gambo. Yeah, not a lot of money. Um Three point seven five million. What a failure he was for the Yankees this past year. But he was—he's been a great closer in this league for a long time. He'll go to Kansas City on a one-year deal and try to get his career back on track.